In today's passage from John's Gospel, we are brought to a well on the outskirts of a faraway town on a hot day when everyone else is sheltered inside. As Jesus has a strange, mind-opening conversation with a woman of questionable reputation. Nothing is familiar here. And there is so much to discover that I urge you, later today or tomorrow or at least this week, to open your Bible to the fourth chapter of John's Gospel and read this passage slowly, taking in the details in all their surprising strangeness. Just as Mary did with all the happenings in the life of her son, pondering them in her heart. We can start with the strangeness of the place and the very fact that Jesus and this woman are even within shouting distance of each other. Jesus is a Jew traveling through the country of the Samaritans. Let's try at least to imagine a situation that could be like this today. Let's say a young man and his companions, who are devout Roman Catholics, are traveling, say, to a Eucharistic Congress. They pass through a town and stop for lunch. This is a town where everyone goes to a certain megachurch, a big building like an auditorium, where a preacher in a coat and tie gives his sermon in front of an enormous screen and communion is bread and grape juice on a side table, and people think of Catholics as pagans who worship the Virgin Mary. It's a hot day, and everyone has gone inside for lunch, and the young man sits down next to the Coke machine on the edge of town, when the only person out, who happens to be a woman, comes up. How likely is it that these two will have any conversation at all, much less a life-changing conversation. But that conversation is exactly what happens next. And the fact that we are invited into it is due to the particular genius of the John who composed today's gospel. Because this incident only comes to us in the Gospel of John. Of course, we have four canonical Gospels, all written in a single generation within living memory of the Jesus who walked the ground in ancient Palestine. Each of the four accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, looks at what happened from a different angle. As a result, each Gospel discovers distinctive aspects about this event of God entering our human world, living and dying with us, and pointing the path to our salvation. So why four separate accounts and not just one? This person, Jesus the Christ, and these events are absolutely too high and too deep and too many-sided and too life-changing to be captured by a single viewpoint. And so God in his gracious mercy has given us four viewpoints 
to help us encounter him fully through his son. Now, one of the things that John sees and conveys to us that none of the other evangelists shows is how Jesus, as he traveled about and met people, entered into conversation with them, a back and forth of question and answer with ands and buts. In the other gospels, Jesus usually has brief exchanges capped by a teaching or a parable. This happens in John's gospel too. But John also shows Jesus Jesus entering into the deeper, more personal encounter of a conversation, taking the time to shine a light on each statement the other person makes, and in the process, coming straight into that person's own heart, the particular pain and struggle, the very personal guilt and fear, the hope. Already, John has given us in chapter three the nighttime conversation with Nicodemus about being born anew and what that could mean. And later, Jesus will have extensive exchanges with the Jewish leaders and with Pontius Pilate. In today's passage, Jesus in his conversation undercuts the woman's assumptions about religion, turns her mind from well water to the endless water of eternal life, invites her into worship of the living God, reveals himself as God's anointed one, and brings her around to take stock of a messy life. Now, because this is a conversation, there is a process at work. We can see an understanding begin to grow piece by piece in the woman's mind and heart. We can see illusions fall aside, assumptions get thrown out, defenses get dropped, blindness turns slowly into seeing, the hard truth of a messy life become clear, and the self-revelation of Jesus coming through, at least in part. As we follow this conversation, this process of encounter, are we ready to enter into it ourselves? That is the question John asks when he invites us to be at the well with Jesus and the Samaritan woman. Are we ready to encounter this Jesus in the places he touches in this conversation, in the deepest places in our own hearts? To throw aside our masks and defenses and lay bare our guilt and fear, and to look honestly with him in our own messy lives. Because, let's face it, whose life is not messy, if not on the outside for all to see, then hidden away somewhere inside?
Are we ready to begin the process that leads to the water of eternal life, where we will no longer thirst? John's Gospel invites us to come into this process, into this encounter, by pondering this conversation between Jesus and the Samaritan woman. No one was ever less ready for this conversation than she was. The member of an outcast religious sect and someone with a notorious reputation. Which is to say, if she was ready to engage gamely with Jesus, we are all today as ready as we will ever be. So let me again urge you to open your Bibles to John 4 this week and enter into this conversation, pondering it with an open heart and following where it leads you. Is it to be one more drink of well water? Or perhaps will you find a spring of water welling up to eternal life? Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.